on the phone, which was already pretty annoying. I said, what do you want? He said, dude, my car is stuck. I'm pulled over on the side of the road. I've got a flat tire, I'm low on gas, and my phone's about to die. I said, you think that's bad? How do you think I feel? I'm the one listening to all your problems right now. One minute ago, I was taking a nap. Then I heard the phone, so I answered the phone, and well, you know the rest. So how do you think that I feel? How do you think that I feel? How do you think that I feel? Do you care about how I feel now? Just think about how I feel for once. Anyway, after that, his phone died, so we got disconnected. I don't know whatever happened. I never heard from him again. He's dead. Later on, my boss called me on the phone. I tried to send it to voicemail, but she kept calling back. So I answered and said, hey, boss, what's up? She said, I'm understaffed because nobody wants to work anymore. I said, you think that's bad? How do you think I feel? I spent my whole life trying to be an artist, and I don't even have health insurance. How do you think that I feel? How do you think that I feel? How do you think that I feel? Do you care about how I feel now? Just think about how I feel for once. Later on, I was in therapy. My therapist asked, how do you feel today? And I said, I'd rather not talk about it. Think that's bad? How do you think that I feel? How do you think that I feel? How do you think that I feel? Do you care about how I feel now? Just think about how I feel for once. Just think about how I feel for once. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Dustin's Vinyl. Here's your host, Dustin Chapin. What is happening? Anthony Capra, everybody. Woo. Uh, you, think that I <laughs> you should have me on the chorus. How do you think that I feel? Let's do it. I need to therapy because I'm a cranky man. <laughs> cranky pants. Huh? Huh? Look at that. I'm wearing the merch. I'm that guy. I wear the shirt at the concert. <laughs> I promote my special and Don't I wear the that merch. Guy. Gotta do wear it. the merch. Well, you're not right, on dry bar at this moment, so you can wear the dry bar. Sure, I could. That uh, would be sweatshirt. funny. Yeah, I if, if I did another one and then I wore it first. <laughs> you would come out wearing during, <laughs> during the show. That would be pretty lame. <laughs> they have a hat. You're wearing the hat too. <laughs> All right, give it up for our co-hosts, uh, Adam Holtz and Jeffrey Paul. Everybody. <laughs> I did see a guy. I was looking at all the dry bars, and I did see one guy with a t-shirt, and I was like, yeah, "That's so funny." That's lame. Funny, you do your next special. You wear in the dry bar, like you, everything you take off the sweatshirt. You have a dry bar sweatshirt <laughs> underneath it. <laughs> Hat, whole thing. I have a t-shirt gun, just shooting dry bar shirts into the crowd. <laughs> Might work. I'll take. It. I'll do anything. I, don't care. I am a hula hula hula. 
Wow. Hey guys. Hey. Yeah. Hello. Yeah. So yeah, I did do a drive by. Let's talk about that. Uh, that talk was about fun. it. Uh, just came out. Uh, I don't know if you guys out there in Twitch land want to see me do comedy. Probably not. You see too much of me already. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here on Thursdays. I'm here on Wednesdays. I'm here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was uh, drive by is pretty cool. It's like a it's it's like a cool platform for comedians. You know, they do an app on your Apple TV and all that stuff. So it's kind of fun. It's cool to be a part of it. Um, Anthony was there at the uh, the viewing party. I noticed yeah. you guys weren't there. I mean, you, you claim that you live far away, but you still could have. You could have came out. You could have flown. I cooked out soup to LA. and everything. I cooked. It a, was so good. Oh, there it is. Oh, yep, there it is. Oh, cranky pants. Yeah. All right. God forbid we have a graphic come up. Right. Just, <laughs> what do you want? He pulled I'll it up on post. his phone. That's, that's that's our producer here. He just hey. In the beginning, that's all we did. We were just like, right. hey, yeah. Here's this meme. I loved it when you try to do memes. You'd be like, "Here's well, nobody could read it." You'd be like, right. Let me just describe it to you. <laughs> All right. So Kermit's drinking a tea. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, check that out. Craigie Pants Drive Bar. I'm excited. It's a uh, very funny special. Thank you. I, I, I loved it. it. It was fun. I had a good time doing it. it. What was really funny about it is, you know, I was a missionary in you know the Mormon Church, and then uh, you know obviously I'm a heathen now. But the first time I was in Provo was at the missionary training center, and that was in you know that was in Provo, Utah, the missionary training center. So I was you know I was fresh with my crew cut and my white shirt and my tie and my name tag, and like that was my life. And then to come back as you know a comic and into provo and then i do my special there it was really funny to you know i come back i got a beard i got a hat i got a i got a you know i got sins you know what I mean? like <laughs> and to film that was really fun so i got to play with the mormon thing a little bit so that was that was interesting but anyway enough about me more about me uh <laughs> this beautiful dog what are you doing this is this is who's oh hey. who is that dog dude I lost your audio for a second, Dustin. I don't know what happened. No, your we audio's out. out. We lost his audio. It's okay. He'll he'll figure it out real soon. That's a cute dog. Very cute dog. Anyone, you guys have no, dogs? Nothing. Yeah, we got two dogs. You have a dog, Anthony? Yeah. What kind of dog do you have? Uh, well, we have two. The one that we had there we for uh, it's a some kind of terrier mix, and the other one is a multi poo that we just got. Ah, very cute, Multi-poo. and and we have Dustin back, so we're good. Yeah, we Dustin's go. back. We're, we're talking dogs. Way to go, way to go, way to go, Jeffrey. I appreciate you uh, saving the show. What kind of dog you got? I love it. <laughs> 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 That's a pro right there. That is a pro. You just go into whatever. We go into. We go into. Yeah. We, I see a dog. I do a little dog talk. What's right. our dog? <laughs> Obviously, I knocked the mic out trying to show the big dog face, and then you know, then then here we are. Let us know um, what kind of dogs you have out there. <laughs> dogs. You, you give me a topic, I'll pretend to know it. Dogs. <laughs> give us uh, your favorite dog and then your favorite uh, album. And just put, uh, pair the two together. Like Black okay. Sabbath and oh. Labradoodle. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> like, just try to, try to, try to blend. Who, who Let the Dogs Out? Uh, what's the name of the album? Probably Who Let the Dogs Out. Yeah, apparently that's about um, ugly girls at the club. Not a very nice song. Oh, really? I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense now. 
Oh, wow. that does make sense. Just, why are there so many dogs on the street? But apparently it's about, yeah. So these guys are not nice guys. No, that's I, Baja men. Wow. <laughs> Who knew the Baja men? I saw, I saw a documentary about the song and it was saying what? that, that, um, like all these people claim to have written the song before the Baja men. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. What a horrible well, actually, song. I think, I think no stairway to heaven. Come on. I bro. think it was a cover. <laughs> But it, oh, okay. it's uh, but even whoever the uh, whoever it was supposed to be a cover of, they're like this goes back to the seventies, uh, like sports chanting, and it was a pretty interesting. I forget the name of it, but oh, okay. there's a documentary like, about the speaking. song. I can't believe you saw a documentary on it. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. Was I right? I was right. Right? It's about the girls of the club. Right? They didn't talk about that, no. but that makes total I sense. Would, I would totally believe that, but it is. I mean, take, I, you know, but that's the I, kind of song you would take credit for. Who, like, like <laughs> who gives a shit song? Yeah, yeah it is a pretty bad song. It is a pretty bad song. You know what I mean? They're but, still man, playing it somewhere right now. I'll take the royalties. You, before like you I, came on, Dustin. Go ahead. Yes, uh, we we're just saying. We we're just saying what fucking shit we were listening to. Oh yeah, for this oh. episode. Oh, with the bad music? Oh, yeah, man. That's why I this played was... that song. This song is called You Think That's Bad. <laughs> but you have to oh, listen okay. to bad music to appreciate good music. You know what I mean? I think. Do you? I think so. Take think the good, hilarious. you take the bad. This whole, this whole show is just to make you angrier. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I was saying Anthony's choice made me physically angry. <laughs> yeah, which one did you choose, Anthony? Which is it? Um, I chose Metallica's oh, Saint yeah, yeah, Anger. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where they tried to be grunge and stuff. And Saint like, STP. Anger. Oh yeah, yeah, oh, that, that was, was that was pretty bad. But I appreciate that. Like, we'll get into it here. I, I guess we'll just get into it. But uh, but the idea we'll get into. I appreciate I appreciate it sometimes, but I don't like. But I don't think an album needs to happen. You know, like a quirky cover. You know. Like, 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 there's that thing that's floating around. Everybody says Kanye is singing, but it's uh, it's a Hootie and the Blowfish, and they're doing an <laughs> STP song. And, oh, you know, they did a good cover of yeah, it. Yeah, and it's you know, it's like they're doing a good job, you know. And um, you know, that interstate it's love song? I don't know what I don't know what song you guys yeah. are talking about. It's interstate love song, I think. Right? Yeah, and it's like uh, Hootie and the Blowfish. They cover it, and they and he's got a great voice, dude. So oh, yeah. it's like he said, it sounds good. But everybody's like, remember when Kanye did STP? Because <laughs> he looks like, you know. <laughs> so it's just funny because at first you're like, is Kanye doing it? And it's not Kanye, obviously, but it's, you know, it's just really funny. I never thought that's, yeah, that's pretty funny. I never thought that uh, Darius Rucker looked like Kanye. Yeah, he doesn't. Trust me, when you see, when you just see the name Kanye and you look yeah. at his face, he looks just like him. But in, <laughs> he's very underrated band live. Oh, yeah. It was, oh yeah, my dad really liked Hootie and the Blowfish, and I would always make fun of him. You know, he would just be like, "Hootie's on, Shh, have some respect," and I'd be like, "Really? Is that what's going on right now?" The only thing his name is Hootie. It's Darius Rucker. He's great. Well, my dad was a good drinker, and so I think that's a good bar band. You know, mm. they're a great bar band. Like that's a band that you you shoot back some with your college friends or your, you know, your work friends or whatever. So I, I see the appeal. And that was a, I mean, that was a solid single, man. That, you know, I yeah. want to be with you. I mean, it was well, that, al everybody. that album is one of the biggest albums. Hold, of the was 2000s. it Hold My Hand? That's yeah, another that was a one. Crack that was a good review. Yeah. Crack review. I mean, obviously, when it was happening, I hated it because I was sure. I was into grunge and stuff. I was yeah. a little yeah, kid. Sure. But now I look back and I'm like, man, I wish talking. bad. I wish bad music <laughs> Listen, was I'm that just open minded. I love everything. Yeah, right. Well, but come on, like if you're nine or ten years old, who's not self aware? Go ahead. 
<laughs> but I wish bad music sounded that we're good roast. now. I'm sorry, Andy. We were we were roasting, unroasting each other. What, what was it? Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, go ahead. You said now you think it's better than it was than when it came out, kind of thing. Yeah, like the the quality of bad music at that time was yeah. so much better than the quality of bad music now. No, I'll listen great, to Hootie. Yeah. I'll listen no. to Dave Matthews Band. If that's Dave like the Matthews. worst yes. that it's going to no. be, <clears throat> I'll take it. Bad music um, with a band is always better than like bad music with a keyboard or like a <laughs> dance or a dance track or something. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these songs that we listen to, like for this episode, even, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I think. Yeah. I, and I like that. I, that's the thing I've always said. As long as you're trying with a guitar, you know, I'm probably going to give you a fair shot. <laughs> that's know? why you like me. Yeah, I'm trying. <laughs> I got the drums going. I got the bass. You know, it's coming you, out really, the you're, it's, you're sweating. You know, you got a little sweat under that hat. Yeah. Like you're going, for it. you're going for it. You know, like home Alabama. You went for it, bro. You did. You went for it. Not an easy one. You got to have a whole band behind you, and you yeah. did. Am I right there, Dustin? You're what? just looking for someone to put in a little bit of effort. Yeah, put in, put in the work. Put in a little bit of effort, and you're yeah. gonna give him a little. You're gonna give him a fair shot. Yeah, I mean, I'm very, I'm very snobby about my new wave, but I'm mm -hmm. very open about my band, you know. And so I feel like a band, band, like with strings and drums and stuff. Like I feel like, you know, because I'm, because that's the thing. I mean, even like, and I know Anthony, you know, punk is like you gotta kind of have a little bit of that with punk. You gotta like, you gotta kind of be more into maybe the vibe of the band or you know, the voice or the, or the energy and stuff. Cause not, you know, a lot of punk is not that great. And a lot of it is, but there's some where you're just like, okay, I like the energy more than the, the actual sound or, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or the lyrics are good or, you know what I mean? They're fighting for something, you know, or maybe yeah. it's just the logo's good, but ah. you still like the band. <laughs> well, you know, it's uh, like I black flag. There, oh, yeah. Like black flag. Anthony's going to get after you on this one. <laughs> I, I mean, I love black flag. <laughs> I love Black Flag, but there was the uh, there was this dude on Twitter that was uh, shitting on Meg White as a drummer, saying that like the White Stripes songs would be better with a good drummer, and then Questlove was defending Meg White. Oh, good for him! Talking about how um, you know the the problem with music now is that it's uh, everybody's trying to make it sound mechanical and lifeless, and and what what she added to the band was uh, you know the human element and that uh, groove of a human was, being yeah. was the guy on twitter jeff paul uh, 623 <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you know it's there's people that complain about ringo and the Beatles. yeah i mean there's people that all you know everybody always thinks that there could be a better person in a band and it's like <laughs> but what they don't understand it's not always about like i've even you know given like you know uh shit about you know foo fighter guy or whatever uh what's his name i can't remember dave, dave, dave Grohl. i'll yeah. be like dave Grohl, whatever but it's like but all the elements of a band coming together the reason they are good is because all these people are together in that band and it's somehow it's not just the instruments they're playing and the music they're playing it's about that vibe of people like if he hadn't been with meg would they he even created that sound like because yeah. i'm sure she was encouraging that sound and with the bands that have these drummers that are whatever would you know somebody always wants to pick apart i, mean, I remember like youtube was big and everybody was saying that like you know the edge couldn't play guitar or whatever but they still figured out a way to have this big sound that yeah is, he's is monumental universal. to that band 
She, you uh, know, and he's got he's his own monumental sound. for that band. He Just is. like she is monumental to sure. the White Stripes. Yeah. She's not in that band. It's a completely different band. That's what band. I'm saying. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it's the rock and tours without yeah. her. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. People like, do that with Tom Morello too, saying that it's he's all like effects and whatever, even though he created a whole sound. People talk too much. Sound. How can you criticize these people? I Especially don't know. Like a guy like like Tom Morello, he's such an innovator. You know, I you know. may not you may not li- like his sound, but you can't say oh he sucks. That's Nobody insane. else sounded like him before that on guitar. And if you do it now, you're ripping off Tom Morello. Exactly. Yeah, I don't know. Anthony's pretty hard on Springsteen. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why you got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> I'm just saying it can be done. It can be done. Springsteen would be so good. Yeah, he hasn't had much of a career. Than another Bruce songwriter. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't have a deep catalog at all. No, he's not a good songwriter. He's not a good lyricist. He doesn't paint the picture. He's not good at any of those things. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I mean, even somebody like that. You know, they can they can be rough on this show. We're rough on, on people, <laughs> Anthony. Um, yeah, so you know, this episode was kind of you know kind of a weird one. And last last uh, episode, I guess we you know we did the first part of it, mm-hmm. which was uh, what is it again, An- uh, Adam? It's the uh, so it's Rolling Stones fifty genuinely horrible albums by brilliant artists. And last week we did so. We did. We defended. Uh, no, we we uh we picked yeah, we four def- albums. We and, defended uh, albums that shouldn't yeah, be on the that list. Shouldn't be on that list. Yeah. Yeah. I really couldn't find any that that I felt like they all should be on the list. I'll be honest with you. They I should, a, yeah. should be. Had, should be. I had a hard time like finding the two. You know, finding one that shouldn't be on it. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. And ah. so, like, I felt like they that was a pretty decent list. I thought. I thought you know some should have been on there that weren't. <laughs> like that, uh, like that. Uh, what is it? That stupid uh, Garth Brooks album. Where oh, he yeah. Yeah. Chris that should have been number one. Chris Gaines. Yeah, was, was it Gaines? Yeah. Chris Gaines. Chris, Chris Gaines, Gaines should have been on there, and Chinese Democracy, democracy should have been yeah. on there. Chinese Democracy should have been number one. Yeah, the fact that those two weren't on there, it's like, all right, are you twenty three or something? Like, what's going on? Like, how do you not pick those two? But especially you know. because it took thirteen years to make Chinese Democracy. It's yeah, that's one of the worst. That makes it probably the worst rock and roll album of all time. Yeah, because it took so long and so much money and so much they could have done they could have had anybody play on it. Like they yeah, they they had you, unlimited means to make this great. You know what else wasn't on it was um the Metallica album that they did with Lou Reed. Oh, uh is that bad? Yeah, it's I never not heard anything that. with like Lou Reed. I didn't even know that was a thing. Or... That's a thing. Yeah, oh, that's they Lou did an album together. Oh, I think it's so like, bad. Is it bad? Well was... you don't like Lou Reed at all. I uh, hate Jeffrey Lou Reed. But I would listen to it. I like Lou Reed, but I that doesn't sound like a good combination, but I would no. still try to listen to it. Is it hard? Or did they try to slow down for Lou? No, it's no, hard. No, no. It's, it's, you know, it's, but it was. What was it, he doing? Is he singing? Trying to. Singing? <laughs> was he trying to go metal? Yeah. Wait, wait, what's, what's, that, I, what's that stupid song that sings, uh, you know, Satellite of Love? <laughs> 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 was he like sweet Jane, sweet Jane, <laughs> like that? Because that would be fun. I think I he was just he, doing he, his he thing. He does try and sing hard. He does try and sing. Like, does he? Like, uh, yes. That's yeah, it's really him. bad. I don't remember him singing hard. I, oh, I didn't so hear the whole thing, but I heard enough. Oh, that's great. <laughs> they I, still I picked Saint Anger over that, though. <laughs> <All right. laughs> let's, let's let's get into Anthony's album because this. Yeah. I, I've been uh, okay. Let's do it. All right, let's do it. You guys start, right. Anthony. So what do you got? All right. So I picked Saint Anger by Metallica. 
uh, came out, I believe, 2002. Um, and there's also a documentary about this album, the making of this album. And right from the beginning, things are not, they don't have a bass player anymore. Jason Newsted left the band. They got Bob Rock producing and playing bass in the studio. Um, Lars and James Hetfield are not getting along. It's, it's a mess right from the beginning. Uh, and also every, it's more collaborative. So everybody's contributing lyrics, which is a big mistake. Uh, this is some of the worst lyrics of all time on this album. Um, and then also they don't really, they're not sh even sure what they want to do. Cause this is like the height of new metals popularity. And so Metallica is in the studio. Like, should we not do guitar solos because it's not cool anymore? <laughs> I don't know. Let's. And then Kirk Hammett is like, come on, guys, <laughs> come on. And uh, so it's it's a mess. And then at one point, James Hetfield uh, goes to rehab for drinking. He's gone for like a year, maybe almost a year. So then they start again and they finish the album. And uh, and it sucks. The drum sound is awful, I think. Lars does the uh, he turns the snares off of the snare drum. So it just <laughs> sounds like a, he's like, let's do that. Nobody's doing that. And uh, so it's like uh, to this day, I still see on uh, Instagram drummers. Uh, I don't know if you guys get drummer content, but uh, <laughs> I get drummer content. And uh, there's like stuff about uh, making making your drums sound like a garbage can. And they'll just be like lip syncing the drum parts to uh, Metallica songs from this album. Uh, so um, not not a great not a great album. Um, the the wor probably the worst lyric I can think of uh, off the top of my head is uh, my lifestyle determines yeah. my death style. <laughs> Your Pretty, lifestyle. What is it again? My lifestyle determines my death style. Yeah, death that's style. deep, man. Death style. That's yeah. deep. You know, I'm not going to um, lie. That looks pretty good on a t-shirt. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you might have to put pry bar underneath it. And then hey, Dustin's vinyl on the back. Dustin's <laughs> vinyl on the back. Here's your band underneath that. There we go. Now we're talking. Yeah. Slumber party so on the bottom. <laughs> Slumber party. Yeah. But, uh... But yeah, you know, I think rather than listening to the album, watch the documentary. Mm -hmm. Some kind of monster is what it's called. And uh, I heard and about the movie. I heard the movie was pretty good. I it's just, worth seeing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a more enjoyable experience than listening to yeah. what they actually made. You know, this is one of those things. I wasn't that familiar with the album. And I, you know, I, I just felt like they were trying to adapt to the times and i feel like that's always a mistake i think with with bands you know where they're trying to stay young or they're trying to be hip or they're trying to get a new audience and you know it ruins everything like you you know and i see a lot of bands try to do it and then they go back to the old thing and i mean you know like even kiss it like they actually some of their better songs came from them like you know taking the makeup off and stuff but then you know, but I think maybe two songs and then, you know, lick it, uh, lick it, lick up. it up and heaven's on fire. I can't really, yeah. you know, there's a couple that were decent, but you know, but I don't know. I, there's something about it where you're just trying to be, you know, stay young or whatever. I mean, how, how do you feel about this? Uh, Jeffrey, like what's, you know, well, uh, for this album, I, I, I despised yeah. it. It, yeah. it, it got me physically angry. Um, cause I love Metallica, but I, I hated this album with such a passion, and uh, because because you have people sometimes 
that will try to defend it by going, you know, frantic is fuck frantic. <laughs> frantic sucks. The whole album stinks. I'm listening to it and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm thinking the same thing you, you were just talking about. What was up with the drums? It sounded so weird. The whole Terrible. there's not there's nothing on it. There's nothing. There's nothing redeeming on it. It's it's a brutal, brutal album. It was easily out of the four albums that we picked here, easily the worst one. <laughs> Hilarious. But you know, even Guns N' Roses didn't try to like be grunge. I mean, that was a horrible album yeah. that they came out. But at least they didn't try to do that. You know what I mean? Did you I think mean, this was grunge though? I thought it was. It sounded like STP to me. Like I don't it was, know what the fuck it sounds like. I thought they I were trying. It sounds like they were trying to do that. That's what I. That's what I got from it. They were trying to be hip to the sound, audio slave or something like their version. I thought, thought System of a Down. Yeah, System of a Down. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, you know, it's interesting because there's one part in the documentary where Kirk Hammett is. You know, they're telling him they they might not want guitar solos, and he's like, "But if we do that, that dates this album to this moment in time." And everybody look, kind of looks at him like he's crazy. Mm. But now, 20 years later, you look back and it's like, yeah, it does. You said System of Down. So it's like it it is dated to that yeah. moment in time because of what yeah. they did, trying not to be dated. And it's, it's basically System of a Down with Limp Biscuit lyrics. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a good one. Tell yeah. us more. Tell us more. Yeah. I mean, this is just it, it was just an hour and 15 minutes of torture. <laughs> listening to this album. <laughs> <laughs> like waterboarding right. this, this album <laughs> I, I try in, in the remake of the Sopranos in that scene at the lake this is what they'll be playing oh, yeah. Sinatra right. I, love it. I love it I love it yeah I mean Adam usually he's not that harsh so it must be yeah. that album yeah he's usually not that bad I tried a bunch. I mean, I tried listening to this maybe four or five times, and each time I would look and be like, "Wait, it, we're only halfway through this." <laughs> it is long, and, and you know, yeah. even uh, even speaking of uh, lyrics too, off of Saint Anger, where there's that one lyric where he says, "I'm madly in anger with you." Oh, I forgot about that one. <laughs> madly in that. anger with you. I get you. that. I've had some crazy exes. I get that. <laughs> He's writing that about never Lars. Put it in I think. Song, <laughs> no, you never put it in the song. Keep it in the bedroom, but you don't put it in the practice. <laughs> yeah, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even like the uh, when they, and it actually sounded good. I'm just kind of a whatever, but even when they did like the orchestra behind them, you know, I've talked about oh. this before, and I didn't, I thought that was corny, and then this is really level. So I saw that tour. Yeah. I saw them at Madison Square Garden doing. The S and M tour. It? You liked it? I mean, I was probably thirteen or fourteen. Yeah, 14. I yeah, I liked it at the time. It was pretty cool. That's a pretty cool concert to see when you were thirteen. I saw Striper at thirteen. Not as good. <laughs> <laughs> when you get hit in the head with a Bible, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like I just feel like it's always like they think they're bigger than they are. You know, it was kind of the downfall of Elvis. Like you know, like there's just so many like oh, I need this orchestra and this thing, and I need to be bigger and. You know, sometimes just the root of how you got there is so much better than this big show you try to do. And so this album is them obviously trying to do more than they need to be doing. And so and too many people talking. I think that's what it is, too. You know what I mean? People just try yeah. to be like, hey, some young hot shot. Hey, let's do something new and different. Exciting. You know, I don't know. Just like there's that scene in Rocket Man where Elton John's doing some awful music and, you know, because somebody you know, thinks it's like the next wave of whatever. And I don't know. I just feel like 
Just what got you there is what you kind of hold on to sometimes. I don't know. Is there any band that you think like took a risk and went somewhere and it worked? Like I know Sting tried to do jazz. Like Adam, what do you think? Radiohead. Radiohead. Oh, okay. Radiohead. Of course you said Radiohead. Right. Right. <laughs> uh, well, because if you go yeah. for it, you go. What are they going from worse like, to talk, bad? Talk to me. What do you mean? Like what do they do? What's well? What they went genre? from you know they went from OK Computer to all of a sudden going off into this abandoning. I mean they had three guitar albums. Uh, okay. They had Pablo Honey, uh, the Benz, OK Computer. Then all of a sudden, they just, you know, at the height of their popularity, they just ditch guitars completely and go mostly electronic for oh, Kid wow. A. And it okay. worked. It worked. And then they, okay. they slowly, right after Kid A and Amnesiac, they, st- they slowly worked the guitars back in with the Hail to the Thief and kind of create this, this, um, <clears throat> this combination of the two, uh, you know, their early three albums and their, their, their kind of two more abstract albums. Uh, and it worked. I mean, they're still, you know, they're, they're still such a big band. They're still, you know, a, an event band every time a new album comes out. And they, okay. they constantly kind of tweak their sound. Okay, so I respect that. I think that's cool. I think that's different. Um, I feel like um, a lot of these bands on this list uh, kind of pretend these albums don't exist. I mean, I think right. Aerosmith is still playing some of the hits and whatever. But I don't, you know, I've seen Willie Nelson live like five times. He's never played any of these reggae songs. Right. You know? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a band that changed Please. that sound, took a Please. risk, and we all know it. Uh, Journey. Journey started out as a jazz fusion band. There you go. And, you know, they didn't have Steve Perry. They, they weren't all that successful. They really derived from Santana. You had Greg Raleigh and, and uh, Neil Sean who came out of Santana. They had two jazz okay. musicians with okay. them. And they put out about four albums of of just like free form music until until they were about to be dropped and the A and R guy said hey let let's uh, bring in this singer and it was Steve Perry and it kind of saved the band but they changed the sound completely. If I I felt like they uh, even though that is what happened and Steve Perry made them you know more successful I feel like they fought Steve Perry a little bit like they didn't want to do uh, you know some of his ballad stuff because they felt like it wasn't rocking like Journey you know is used to rocking you know what I mean like they I feel like they fought it a little bit even though. Well, when, yeah, I was going to say, what really changes the sound of the band is when Greg Rowley leaves. He's kind of pushed out. Okay. And Jonathan Kane from The Babies comes in. Okay. And then he's the guy who wrote Faithfully. In uh, fact, okay. In fact, um, when Prince wrote Purple Rain, one of the stories is he calls uh, Jonathan Kane because he thought it's, you know, Purple Rain sounded too much like Faithfully. And he oh, wanted really? to say, hey, do I got your approval? Is this cool to put out? And, oh. you know, Jonathan Kane is like, hey, of course. Oh, that's great. I love that. Cause that's what David Tell does. David Tell will call comics and be like, Hey man, I got this, 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 this joke about a midget and a cow. Are you doing that? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I love, I love that somebody would do that. Like that's, that's a real it's artist. Really considerate. Yeah. No, yeah. He's pretty great. Yeah. yeah. And then see if you can get away with it. You know, I love it. I love it. Uh, all right. So yeah, I mean, just so we're, um, but I, I don't know. I think uh, if you're a true Metallica fan, there's you're not going to find any redeeming quality, you know, to this album. What do you think? I know nope. you're a hardcore Metallica huh. fan. No, I like Frantic as a song. I don't mind it. Do. Come on, it's terrible. <laughs> I mean, it's still not great, but it's the best song on the album by far. You wouldn't put it on your top fifty Metallica no. songs. No. But if you if you have, have to 50? find something, I don't think they have fifty. It's not even. It's, you no. don't think they have fifty good songs? I think they don't have, I think they have 50 songs that are better than Frantic. 
<laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think any band has fifty I can listen to. <laughs> I was a pretty big Metallica fan. I tap out at like I tap out at like thirty. I'm like, all right, every band's got maybe thirty. <laughs> but if you have to listen to one song on the album, that's Frantic. the one I would say. Yeah. I I don't mind it. What's I, the it really long cool. song? It's like came in at over eight minutes. <sighs> so I don't remember. Two, there were two really long songs that were just like holy smokes. Is it some kind of monster? going no no it's another song this um, monster lives <laughs> oh no it was invisible kid uh, oh invisible and, and kid the, also terrible lyrics on that one feeling were just like insufferable what? oh and, and let's also kid. throw in there uh all within my hands these are so forgettable they really are i i i can't remember it <laughs> exactly you can't remember it. so bad <laughs> so this bad. Is the same band that gave you Seek and Destroy. That's that's it. I mean, sometimes you know, it's like you have great, and then you have whatever. I mean, we're like that. We're like, all artists are like that. I mean, come on, you don't know. Come on, Jeff. It's like you know, we're on the road, and we're like, and Anthony too. You're just like you got like you got like six great minutes, and then you're like, all right, I right, here's some filler. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm flattered that you think I got six great minutes. <laughs> All right, we got four minutes and then a lot of crowd work. You know, that's most comics. But yeah. I'm just saying, me included. But uh, no, but you know what I mean? Where you're just like, you have a joke, like you tell it and you're just like, it works and you're mad that it works. You know what I mean? I have jokes like that where I'm like, why does this still work? And then you're just like, it's not that great, but you're just laughing yep. more than you're laughing at the stuff I care about. Exactly. That always happens to me. Yeah. The stuff I care about, the audience is like, eh. your, whole, your whole existence. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get you yet. That's okay. No, they yeah. get you. You're doing good. They uh, follow them on, uh, what is that band thing? What are you, band camp? Band camp. Follow them on band camp. See follow me on band camp. The deep cuts. Get the deep cuts of Anthony. <laughs> All right, Jeffrey, what'd you bring us? Okay. Um, I brought us Cheap Trick, The Doctor, and that came out in 1986. Let me ask you guys a question. When you think Cheap Trick, what do you think? Um, Guitar, Rick Nielsen, devil, yeah. the devil neck. Yeah. Okay. Or the how many necks does it have? He's got like the, the guitar with like five. Yeah, that's sometimes five guitars. That's Angus, Angus Young. Is that weird? All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But you, you, you think a rock band, right? You rock think band. a rock and roll band, you think a four-piece rock band. You know what you don't think? You don't think synthesizers, you don't think keyboards, and you don't think electronic drums. And that's exactly what uh, Cheap Trick did here. And I think this is also under the same thing as it that I think some of these albums, especially the Weezer album, yep. is you have you have an obligation to the record company. They had just released like a pretty decent album called standing on the edge with a really good song on it called tonight it's you and it was a it was a straight up great rock record and they were gonna go on tour and you know they're like you know they have you have an a and r guy that says you know something man it's 1986 <laughs> so we gotta sound like flock of seagulls Okay, so why don't we replace Bunny Carlos's regular drums and let's put in some electronic drums and we'll add some synthesizer and we'll also get rid of the original bass player and add John Brandt, who's not a terrible oh, bass player, but we were just talking about earlier how, you know, you, you know, taking out a, a member, a core member changes the sound as well. Yeah. The album never cracks the top 100. Okay, doesn't even sell ninety thousand. This is a band that sold multi million. Uh, wow. the, uh, the single is only uh, love never 
breaks the top uh, 100. Uh, wow. The album and all the songs on it sound completely cluttered. It's um, it's a unbelievably forgettable album with not one catchy hook, nothing, no, no lyric that stands out. It is what people would call a nothing burger from a great wow. band. Wow, mm. nothing burger. I like that. That's going to be my next album title. <laughs> and make a great T-shirt. You have a yeah. cute with nothing in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's pretty bad when the Cheap Trick Christmas album is better than this. <laughs> that's what I, when, 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 uh, that's, when I saw this on the list, I was like, they have two Christmas albums and this is the one? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, what did, what did you think, Adam? All right. Um, I didn't hate this album, and uh, and I'll, I'll tell you why though. <laughs> the look it's, on Jeffrey's face. It, all right. So, I, so I was a kid in the eighties, and um, so the first cheap trick I listened to was probably this or Standing on the Edge. So I have that nostalgia oh, wow. for that oh, wow. part of cheap. Oh, trick. you heard okay. this? Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know this, and then Lap of Luxury. I love the flame. But it was oh whoa I know and, and, okay but I was also wow. I was also you're like coming at this from years... a different perspective <laughs> I, I was ten years old then <laughs> he's ten he's ten you know what I mean yeah I was 10. yeah yeah so I was listening to the doctor and it, it was more like oh you know what like I know that this isn't a good album but there's that nostalgia there there's that nostalgia yeah. it's very eighties this album and um you know it's but it's not cheap trick right right but that's the thing it's like very it's there's there's like there's some new wave in there. There's Are You Lonely Tonight reminds me a little bit of the cars. You know, there's uh with with without the catchy hook. Right. Right. But yeah. it's still like it's just it's it was bringing back memories of um you know, I remember seeing that that on uh the the cover on cassette of that and uh what was it before? Standing on the edge. Um you know, it was more just a nostalgia thing. I I mean, I was you know, that those were my first cheap trick album my, my first cheap trick exposure so i could see though i could see where um you know i could see why this is a bad album but it's just tough to get over that kind of nostalgia for it it's interesting because it's like well yeah when you're a kid you think things are good when they're not yeah. good um i my favorite steve miller band was abracadabra i thought was the greatest song ever you know because i was a kid you know it came out and it was everywhere abracadabra yeah. you know, <laughs> I, I don't mind it. that song i like it <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty bad when you realize how good a guitarist he is and like how good the band is and you're just like once you've listened Welcome. to the real stuff you're like talk right, about changing yeah. styles yeah that was That's that a was video. a risk. miller that was a risk that Steve was, Miller uh, did the Joker, was that it? Yeah. yeah. Joker, yeah. Fly Like an Eagle, yeah. it's the same oh, guy. Yeah, yeah, Fly Like an Eagle. Yeah, that is, yeah, I feel like, um, but but it was a hit, you know? It's like people embraced it Huge. because maybe because they loved him. I don't know. It was a weird one, though. It didn't seem like it got a lot of shit, and maybe it should have. I don't know. I like I had it. an amazing video. I think that's what it was. But that's what a lot of this Terrible. is like this cheap trick album. I mean, I mean, cocaine is a serious drug. Oh, yeah. You know, like this, <laughs> that's that's what that's what most of this list should be called. You know, artists <laughs> that did coke and thought their album was a good idea. That's what the list should be called. You know, <laughs> I think I think on I think on that note, I think yes. we should talk about your album. My album? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Al guys that did coke and thought it was a good album. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, my album. I thought you were talking about my personal album. That's like my stand-up. I was like, God, Jeff, you're going in hard. He's going hard. I, uh... Oh, man. I like Anthony helped produce those. I was like, God, man, we don't go in each other's act. Come on, there's a line here, bro. That's hilarious. Um, yeah, uh, I went I, with uh, okay. Willie Nelson's Countryman, which is um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, Willie Nelson's, you know, I, you know, it's funny. I left my notes in uh, California, but uh, Willie Nelson went down this road of reggae. And I think I think a lot of it has to do. This is 53rd studio album and, uh, wow. and 10 years. Talk about, I mean, 10 years making this album. And so, uh, you know, since 1995 and then it came out in 2005. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because when you think of Willie Nelson, you think of uh, weed and, you know, you think of like this culture of weed and whatever. And so I could and hit a lot of his friends are like Snoop Dogg and, you know, Ziggy Marley and stuff. So I could see where all this kind of comes together. And a lot of reggae is like country because it's, you know, it's about, you know, hardship and being down and out and different things in the country, you know, and pride and all that stuff. I can see where it becomes a good idea in theory. And I think, you know, and, and Willie Nelson's a good guitarist and stuff and, you know, a good lyricist for the most part, but something should just be maybe done at your house, you know, where you jam with some reggae mm-hmm. guys <laughs> and you have a good time with it. Maybe you do a guest spot at a reggae festival, like a crazy thing. But to do an album that you're serious about for 10 years that comes out like this. I mean, I just his voice just doesn't work for me as a reggae uh, lead singer. It just doesn't work. He's got one of the best country voices of all time. But when it comes to to reggae, it just, uh, you know, you got to have a Rastafari and you got to have a black dude. I mean, mm-hmm. white guys can't do reggae. They, you know, there's like three guys that did rap. There's nobody that can do reggae. UB40 pulled off one song, and that's maybe it. Snow. <laughs> <laughs> Snow. Is that a real Inform. thing? Inform. Yeah, Is that a real Inform. thing? Inform. <laughs> remember that song and then and, and, that, and that's the, all i know i can't i don't know anything I don't even know, is that a reggae white reggae band that's hilarious oh yeah he's a canadian i mean yeah. if you do something funky like uh you know big audio dynamite or something like you're playing around with all the genres i'm into that but if you're mm-hmm. taking something serious like i'm gonna do my reggae album now oh I'm, yeah classic reggae sound yeah, yeah i'm just not feeling it and you know there's 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 some couple of songs that aren't terrible on this album and uh but i don't know anthony what help me out a little bit. i got a dog i'm dealing with i uh <laughs> i did not i didn't like it i it was it was fun but it was a, it was goofy and uh i it didn't feel like an album that needed to exist <laughs> It doesn't. It didn't even exist. That's when you smoke it too much weed. When you're like, let's let's yeah. do the reggae album. <laughs> let's just. I'm all in. I'm all in with this. Ten years though. I mean, that's ten years makes it. This should yeah. have been like three weeks. They'd have been like, all right, let's just. It, pump it felt out. like he only worked on it for three weeks as yeah. a listener. That's yeah. what it felt like. The fact that it's ten. I didn't know that. It makes me yeah. not like it. I was gonna go easy on it. Yeah. But ten years. <laughs> no. No, thanks. It's kind of like, you know, like Eddie Murphy was like, hey, let's do party all the time. I'm sure he was hanging out with Rick James. And then they and then they just like, oh, let's just do this next month or whatever. But this is like, but, you know, and then it was whatever song. But this is a whole album that's serious terrible. and everything. So, yeah, I don't know. I just it's, think because I'm terrible. all about like 
you know, something different and something fun. And I think that's okay. But when you really take it too serious, I think like last time we talked about Bob Dylan doing the Frank Sinatra stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's like, when it's just like, when you're just going all in, like people are, go, people are paying what, probably like $500 to go see Bob Dylan and they show up and he doesn't do a long, all along the watchtower. Like, come on, <laughs> doing Rolling Stone. And like, he he's, does just no doing, hits. he's doing my way. And, and he, with that horrible voice, like, come on, dude. Like you can't, like, give us I did it my way. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So it's like, I don't know. I just think people, they, there's you got to have people saying, nah, let's don't do the album. But, you know, but I guess when you're big enough, you can do whatever you want. And that's why this list exists. Because yeah. all these people were big and they could make these decisions. And somebody was like thinking they could make money off. Just of it. go for it. But yeah. you said it was like, what is 53rd album? Yeah, that's crazy. So I, you know, I, I might, I might cut him a little slack for that. You do fifty-two albums. You can make a reggae album. I you're agree. Gonna, yeah, you're I gonna want to experiment. That's, yeah, that is crazy. I didn't even think about that when I said the stat. I was fifty-three. Like, that's a lot yeah. of albums. I mean, yeah. I'm sure a lot of it is, you know, kind of albums that have recycled or whatever. You know, did he do a synthesizer album? <laughs> I hope no, but he's 80s? doing he's doing a children's album. Where he's going, uh, Jack and Jill went up the hill get to get some weed. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a Willie Nelson. I respect, you, I respect you so much for going all in on that. I'm not even going to make fun of you. Because <laughs> that's, yeah, I respect that wholeheartedly. Uh, somebody in the chat somebody in the chat just said St. Anger sucks or whatever. That's all we got on the uh, internet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we know that already. Um, and anger yeah, sucks. Yeah, also we don't know. Um, but yeah, we have to listen to. You know, uh, <laughs> Adam, what did you think about the? Uh, I know? would have enjoyed this in college, sitting in my room with blacklight posters. But this is <laughs> not this, even. Uh, I like reggae and I love country, but I don't like them together. I don't think it's a combo that works. I really don't. Yeah, I mean, I but right, I works. mean, it's uh, you know, it, I think it's fascinating to listen to now. I think um. There were some songs like The Harder They Come I liked, um, Darkness on the Face of the Earth. And I, I, I liked the cover. I mean, it was his song originally, but of uh, I've Just Destroyed the World, even though his voice, there, there is something where his voice sounds a little bit off, but it is, uh, is kind of interesting. I think it's a very situational album, though. And I love Willie. I mean, I have a Willie, I have lyrics on my arm, you know, like I love Willie Nelson, but I just feel like, you know, this just was a fail, you know, in many ways. But Whatever. I think he's done that song maybe in concert, but he didn't do it reggae style. Yeah. Harder they come or whatever. I think he did it just straight, you know, just regular or whatever, acoustic. But uh yeah, did we get to we didn't do your album, right, Adam? No. No, what's yours? Yeah. So I did uh I picked uh Weezer's uh two thousand nine album Ratitude. And this is just a uh <clears throat> baffling uh confounding album. Like I I mean I <laughs> I listened to this so many times trying to figure it out. And I actually went back and listened to uh, Weezer's post-Green album, uh, post-Green album albums. They, were, they did three, Maladrot, um, uh, Make Believe, and um, the, Red, the, the Red Album. And those oh. were great. Those were actually, Ugh. I mean, Make Believe is a fantastic album. The Red, Red Album the Red sucks. Album, it's a... Uh, it's interesting. Oh. It's a little. It's adventurous. It's not as good as the other ones. But adventurous as is being one. kind, but yeah, yeah adventurous uh, is a word. Anthony is very loving and very hard on right. <laughs> they break my heart every time I listen to something new. That's the thing about Weezer. It's like they are. 
just one of the most frustrating band one of the most frustrating bands to be a fan of and especially of this album too interesting Interesting. just because uh you know they're so prolific and they just put out so many more misses than hits but they They have way more bad albums now than good ones but they must be doing something right because it's it's almost 30 years since the blue album and they're still relevant you know they still and and i think i kind of got it with this album i mean this is a this is a bad album but they're almost in a lot of ways just staying relevant in it they're trying to appeal to a kind of a, a different generation not appealing to the people who grew up with the blue album they're they're starting something new for people growing up with with ratitude and, and all these others so this is basically just a pop album it, it lacks weezer's weirdness it lacks the irony it's just straight up bland pop songs and they um they collaborated on this album with uh uh Jermaine Dupree, uh, Little Wayne, Dr. Luke, guy, you know, people outside of what you would think of a Weezer album. Or, and it just, and it, it sounds like that. I mean, it sounds like it is made entirely just for teenagers. And <laughs> every song, I mean, there's only really one good song. It's that first song, If You're Wondering If I Want, if want You To, uh, which was, I think, written by, I think it was Butch Walker, wrote that with uh, Rivers Cuomo. You know, it's a fun song. It's catchy. But the rest of it just kind of it just the the rest of the album is is awful. Um, you yeah, know, there's a there was just one other one I wanted to talk about was uh, "Can't Stop Partying," which <laughs> if if he's playing it straight, it's a horrible song. If it's if you know he's being ironic about just the kind of absurdity of club life, then it's actually kind of a fun song. But otherwise, it's you know the whole album is pretty bland. Yeah, I mean, I don't have the love affair for Weezer that you guys do. Um, the only albums that I like are Pinkerton and Van Weezer. So <laughs> I feel like I'm very out of the, the Weezer fan club. But, uh, you know, I mean, here's here's the burning question. Like, would you rather a band uh, give you a limited catalog or would you rather them take risk and try to do an album and it's shit? And might you might get a couple of songs, you know, would you rather them just not do those risks and take it? Or would you rather like just have a very, you know, like a bad album once in a while? Because they might find something good because they like they thought Pinkerton was a bad album yeah. until everybody said it wasn't. And then they like, oh, OK, no, 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 no. This is our masterpiece we meant to do, you know, but, it, but you know, and, yeah. you know, you guys got me on to that album and I, I love it. I bought it on vinyl like I think it was great. I would have never even thought to buy that album. And because it didn't sound like Weezer, that's why I liked it. But you know, this... let me ask you guys this: Nobody you take my away. Question. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Answer <laughs> mine first, and then we'll right. answer yours. All right. But you know what I mean. What do you think, Jeff? Would you rather like people not take risks? It's a, it's, it, you know, that's a really tough question. You know, especially if you have hindsight. So I guess without hindsight, I guess I don't mind an, a band taking a, a swing and a miss. I really don't. Okay. okay? But uh, but after having some hindsight okay and i think if you take away the first three weezer albums <laughs> what are they all right <laughs> yeah. what you know? are they what is anybody I mean, the first three no, albums but, but no, Zeppelin's band, first three i mean come on uh, every every zeppelin album is really good except for presence okay no but the no. first three are something special i think the Ze- zeppelin four houses of the holy are, are masterpieces <laughs> okay uh but i mean this, Weezer is they got such highs mm-hmm. and then they have such lows and then they have this album. I didn't yeah. even know this album existed. It was so <laughs> bad. It you talk about bland. 
this was bland. This was this was tan pants with a tan shirt. the tan album (laughs) that's your other new album anthony (laughs) (laughs) Uh, this was was pretty bad yeah not not (sighs) on the level of saint anger and also i i I mean with with dustin's album i thought which is the willie nelson album not your album okay (laughs) nelson album i thought out of the four albums i thought this was the one that i that was the least offensive really the four Yes. Um, yeah, I thought I the know. Weezer. I thought this Weezer album was was behind Saint Anger, mm-hmm. but I mean, this was this was real. I mean, this what 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 the hell was that? Uh, Jim Gaffigan. You look like Jim Gaffigan right now. Who are you talking to? Who? Adam. Oh. <laughs> what a. <laughs> You know, Jeffrey's like seems like he's got like his uh, maturity level together, and then his ADD kicks in, and you're like, <laughs> "You have children." I'm looking at him. About? I'm like, "Who does he he's look like? like? He looks Why like, you Gaffigan? Look at Jim Gaffigan. <laughs> like He just stops mid whatever to be like, uh, "You look at like Jim Gavigan. You look like this other dude dating Natalie Cuomo." Like, what are you talking right. about? <laughs> <laughs> How does she make a guest appearance on this show? <laughs> That's all right. We're gonna. All right, everybody. Uh, this is fun show as always. I uh, okay. I liked what? it. Do you have something? I'm sorry. Go ahead. We're you just running out of time. I got a, oh, I got you a did. text. Oh, so that's okay. You, no, did, no, you didn't. Anthony, what do you got? <laughs> I was just. I didn't talk about a couple of albums today. <laughs> oh, we didn't do your album. We no, did. we didn't ask me what I thought about this one or the Cheap Trick album. So well, jump in. We're trying. <laughs> trying to jump in. Jump in. What do you well, think? now it's well now it's weird. What do you think about the? <laughs> no, it's not weird. It's never weird. I uh, I try okay. I tried to like this. I I think the first three songs were not awful, but then it gets to the the partying song, which I hated, and it it doesn't really recover from there. There's what's the love is the answer? That's oh, that bad. Be, uh... It's it it's pretty. I think this could have been a good EP. But also the the bonus track version of the album, which was what I listened to on Apple Music, it has an old song from right after Pinkerton that he was um, that he wrote that was a contender for the Green Album, which is called uh, "The Prettiest Girl in the Whole Wide World," which I think yeah, is there's a reason why he didn't make the album, Anthony. <laughs> you don't you don't think that would have been good no. on the Green Album? No, I don't think any of these. I don't think that would have been good on the Green Album. I don't think any of these songs should have been on an album. I really like that song. I this think that's just, by far this is the, the best. Saint Anger of Weezer. It is, <laughs> but the fact that that song is a bonus track on this terrible album, I, I think they should have put it on on the official track list. I think it, it would have been a good. A good addition. Oh, and Anthony, anyway. new rule. If I forget to call on you because I'm a substitute teacher brain, just jump in. Don't, you know, you don't always have to wait on me to call. I forget. We're all in this. We're all getting in the moment, bro. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the Cheap Trick album, Anthony? <laughs> I I never heard of it. I, you know, I've seen yeah. them live and I, I, I love a bunch of their albums. I never heard of it. I, I thought I was going to hate it because it starts out the first song. They sound kind of like they're trying to do a Devo thing. Uh, yeah. but I, 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 I didn't love it, but I liked it. I appreciated that they were experimenting. Mm. I thought it worked better than some other. But it's funny that you appreciate them to. experimenting, but not the other guys, not, not Metallica experimenting. Apparently, Well, they <laughs> cheap tricks sounded more like they were having fun. Okay. And no, Metallica was not having fun. <laughs> they, they were miserable making this album. Were they? Hilarious. Yes. 
Was know. this after the flame? This is before. This is before the flame. Oh, so they were struggling because they go. Because <laughs> didn't when they didn't uh, Rick Nielsen smash the demo tape of the flame? Was the record label's like, here, you got to do this song. And he just hated the song so one much. One of their he... biggest songs. That yeah. Surrender and this one is their biggest song. That's so funny. And Adam right. loves it. Um, when I was 10. <laughs> <laughs> and shut up. You were 36. But they didn't even write it. They didn't write the flame. All right. Does anybody have anything else to say? Right. I was trying to cut anybody off. We're I want good. everybody to have free. I love all of you very, very much. <laughs> my brain is trying to get everybody. I got a dog. My mom's calling. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening to Dustin's Vinyl and watching us uh, here on Twitch and on YouTube. Please follow us and uh, support us more, and we would love that. And go to record stores and buy vinyl. Support yeah. record stores. Stop downloading everything. All right, Anthony. I got to go, guys. Give I'll us see something. you later. All right, bye-bye. Right, see you later. Take care, guys. <laughs> I don't even have to pick up the instruments. I love it. You just play with your toe. Yeah. All right.